Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. As you can see by the title of today's episode, we're talking about why remote work may not be great. Why remote work may not be great. As you guys know, the recording of this episode is June 2021. After the pandemic, where the pandemic is winding down, hopefully, things are starting to get back to normal. Employers are work opening up the workforce, I mean, are opening up the offices, um, some employers have probably opened it up already, um, but as more and more months go by, more and more people will be returning back to the office, or so they say. A lot of people want to stay working remotely. This, If anything has shown us, this past year and a half has shown us, people can work from home, people can work efficiently, and it costs the companies way less to do so, to do that. Um, there are plenty of advantages of remote work. One, the lack of daily commute. People hate commuting to the office. No geographical restrictions. You can work from anywhere in, in the world. And in many cases, anytime you want to. Um, it's less expensive overall. You're not only saving cash by not going to the office, but you're also saving money by not having to purchase all those clothes. Lunches, happy hour drinks, business clothes. Um, free interruptions with your work. Apparently, people are getting more and more in shape because they're able to um, work remotely, all of these things. But there are downsides to remote work. And there's one particular downside I want to talk about in particular that could be very, very bad and maybe unintended with the way of the way things are going. There's probably some unintended consequences that could be catastrophic to people that are very, very pro remote work. And I'm typically very, very pro remote work. Um, I myself, uh, many of you guys have been following the channel for years. Um, I'm a CRA. I refuse to do a job where I have to go back into the one office. Um, you know, my, I've worked for companies before where, you know, they have a lot of in-office activities, even for CRAs. And, you know, I didn't like that so much. But predominantly being a CRA is on the road, in the field, work from home. That's pretty much what it is. But there's some downsides. I mean, in CRAs don't really have to worry about this, but other people that aren't CRAs will have to worry about this. Is, you know, lack of visibility for career development. CRAs don't really have to worry about that. Um, but for people, want, you know, project manager, if you're trying to level up to a VP or a project director, um, you know, not being visible in the office matters. Again, CRAs, it doesn't really matter because you're going to get promoted regardless. Uh, but other people, that visibility really matters. And I know for other industries across the board, that visibility matters immensely. Um, for some people, you know, you might need the discipline of being in the office to actually get your work done. Not really the point, the case for CRAs because, you know, you have to be able to work on your own. Um, and that's a big, that's a big, that's a big deal. Some people need that. Um, but other people, you know, not, not really a huge deal. Um, other things people are talking about, I mean, look guys, most people, um, want to be a remote work. They want to work remotely. Sorry, that sounded weird. They want to work remotely. Most people do. Um, I have a stat here. They say more companies are offering more remote opportunities to ensure that employees can have a work-life balance with 74% of companies planning to shift employees to remote work after the pandemic ends permanently. Um, so look guys, remote work is obviously here to stay. And 
you know, nothing's going to happen about that. More and more people are going to be working remotely and work from home. And I'm all for that. But there is one intended consequence that could be catastrophic. And that is um, one of the pros that's been listed is there's no geographical restrictions. Well, if you're not working in the office, right, you're not working in the office, all that a person needs, all an employee needs is an internet connection. And they can be anywhere in the world um, and work. Well, what incentive is there for the company to continue to hiring Americans to do the work? These are people that are going to have to pay six figures, you know, if you're in that job, in a six-figure job, multiple six figures sometimes, um, or, you know, much more. They got to pay, you know, health benefits, all these type of benefits. Well, what's the incentive for them not hiring people in another country, let's say India, where they can pay people, you know, $2 an hour to work or Malaysia or the Philippines to do the work? Sure, it may not be as good, but it's a tenth of the cost. What's the incentive? Because these people are working remotely anyway. So what, what's the difference, really? I just can pay people a lot less to accomplish the same job. Um, you know, the incentive before of not doing that was obviously the camaraderie, the teamwork, working inside a building. You know, everyone's American. But if everyone is remote, working remotely and not together, and there's that not that camaraderie, people aren't coming into the office. It's not easier to meet with people. You still have to do... Um, meetings over Zoom and Skype and things of that nature. So what exactly is the incentive for them not to just say, you know what, everyone's working remotely, we'll just hire overseas. It'll be a lot cheaper, we don't have to pay benefits, um, we don't have to pay all these perks and things, we don't have people organizing strikes and all this stuff. Um, we don't even have to worry about it. We'll just hire it all out. We'll outsource it. What's the incentive for them to not do that if everyone's working remotely because they are just like you just in a different country and paid way less so we should probably consider or think twice before we just you know up and up go fully remote work i think a hybrid model is probably better to to kind of stem that transition but think about it there could be a big shift here. And if everyone's working remotely, a lot of people could be out of jobs very, very quickly, especially if your job is not, um, your job you doesn't, doesn't necessarily need to be in the States to do your job. CRAs luckily still need to be in the States to do the job. But other jobs, in-house CRA, you can make phone calls from overseas. You can collect documents from overseas. You can do all these things. Um, and you don't need, all you need is an internet ac access and you don't even need phone. You can phone through internet now. So all you need is internet access and you can work from anywhere in the world, which also means they can pay anyone in the world to do your job too. So now the hiring pool just got bigger. You just created more competition for your job as well. Nobody thought about that, did they? So now when they're posting the job, they can hire from anywhere in the world because it's all remote rather than in the United States. So guys, I mean, look, I'm a big proponent of remote work, but there may be unintended consequences here. What's the benefit for American employers to keep hiring Americans if there's so much downside to hiring Americans? You got to pay them more. You got to give them health care, all these benefits and things. What if they just paid less and didn't have to worry about all those headaches overseas somewhere? What do you guys think? Is remote work here to stay? Is this 
am I just blowing this out of proportion? Is there really not a downside to remote work? What do you guys think? Email me, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com if you have any questions or concerns. Take care.